All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest in the future titan today, Kevin Saley. Kevin, thanks so much. An honor to have you on the show. Absolute honor. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, so I can't wait just to dive in and really share with the audience and everybody out there who you are as a man, as a professional. Just share your story. Um, so let's just dive into the series of questions. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, born and raised in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, okay. and uh, uh, on the wrong side of the town. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Well, no, just not affluent, you know. And uh, so um, my dad told me in high school, or junior high school, he said, you got the grades to go to college, but uh, I don't have the money to send you, so you're going to have to figure out how to get there. Okay. He did buy me a saxophone, though, and I started playing that thing and play it and drove my parents nuts. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, And I put a small band together in high school. And then when I went to college, just unbelievably, uh, at the orientation, Mm -hmm. my roommate was a musician that played about five instruments. And he said, let's put a band together. Get out. Yeah. And we played for three and a half years um, and paid for my entire college education. Love that. Yeah. That's huge. So thanks, Mom and Dad, for that saxophone, right? Hey, there we go. That was one way to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, it was great. It was great. And um, then um, I, my junior year, I went down to Bogota, Colombia. My undergraduate degree is foreign language or uh, Spanish. Okay. And which I don't no hablo español at all today. Uh, n- neither do I. Yeah. Neither yeah, do I. Yeah. And so went down there. Um, was working on a teaching degree. Uh, decided down there for some reason that I didn't want to teach in the public school system. Okay. But I wanted to finish the degree, <laughs> so I finished it, and then I went back to get my MBA. Um, and it was just too much, and out I went. Okay. So went out, got married. Um, first job I had was with a division of uh, Marshall Fields out of Chicago. Okay. And then second job was Hallmark Cards. Hmm. And then uh, the guy that sold me my first and second homes, John Aarons, hmm. who is a titan, okay. um, <clears throat> said, Kevin, uh, we're adding agents. Uh, come on into the business. And Just like that. So that, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, he said, I mean, I had, <laughs> I was with Hallmark Cards. I yeah. had life, health, benef- all those benefits, a company car, salary, bonuses, and everything, and come and jump into something where nothing is guaranteed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. People would say, why? Why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. Right? So. Uh, just because, uh, and I talked to a few people, and yeah. they said, uh, give it a shot. So I did, and it was great. It was great. Being, uh, John being a mentor was unbelievable. John Aaron, he, wow. was, he was great. And so I did that, and then uh, I don't know why, but I decided uh, in uh, 1980 mm-hmm. uh, to become a stockbroker. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so for eight years I was a stockbroker. Unreal, Kevin. Much more happy being a, a, a real estate agent than a stockbroker. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I did it. Hmm. John kept coming back from Colorado Springs. He moved out here in 1982. He kept coming back. Come on, Kevin. Come out 
to come out to Colorado Springs, sell real estate. Mm. And um, he kept doing that and doing that. And he finally convinced me. Uh, and January, uh, yeah, January of 88, I moved out here and uh, started in real estate. Now, 88 market in Colorado Springs mm. from 88 to 91 was really tough. Okay. Yeah, it was a bad, it mm. was a tough time. So um, I got uh, a job as an account exec with an ad agency okay. and worked for three and a half years uh, with the ad agency, Graham Advertising, here in Colorado that. Springs. Okay. And that was fun. Yeah. That was fun, creating ads and, 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 and selling them to, um, to different uh, associations. Mm-hmm. And then in 91, about mid-91, my buddies in real estate were saying, market's turning, market's turning, mm. time to come back. So I went with Better Homes Gardens. It was McGinnis Better Homes Gardens. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> started there and uh, listed and sold real estate. And then they said, uh, would you be interested in training? Well, I got the, the, uh, the teaching degree. I thought, well, that'd be fun. Right. So I did that, and I loved it. Hmm. And I did it. I did that from 91, uh, actually started training in 93, Okay. Did that from 93 to 2007. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Clement with Remax Properties yep. said, hey, Kevin, come on over, come on over. Got this new facility, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So I came, I went over to Remax Properties and did the training there for both new agents. And uh, as I say, there's a, there's two types of real, oh. real estate agents. Here we go. Yeah. New and used. Wow. Okay. That's so, so great. No offense to anybody out there. This is great. So I was able to do the training there from uh, 2005 to 2012. Okay. And then um, I got tired. Um, I was married at the time. Uh, Laura, my wife, Lori, we decided, you know, let's just go out on our own. Hmm. We uh, thought about it and... Uh, so we opened uh, Blue Picket Realty in right. September of 2012. Wow. And that's what it's been ever since, mm-hmm. Blue Picket Realty. Love that. And and as we are right now in Blue Picket mm-hmm. Realty, and this office is awesome, I just I love the decor and everything that's going on, um, and the energy for sure, just with the culture that you've built and everybody that's here, it's just phenomenal. Uh, you know, and that's a great story and background into, you know, who you are and what got you in the business and the, the illustrious career that's out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the education portion and anybody who's out there who's watching or listening who knows this man and has been graced with his presence in an education <laughs> class, I mean, phenomenal, just a brain uh, for sure. So I know that your agents capitalize on that on a regular basis, but if you get a chance to listen to this man, you need to do it for sure. <laughs> um, so let's go into the, the, the real telling portion of this particular interview and series as to why you do what you do. And I always lead into it with what gets you out of bed in the morning, Kevin? Mm -hmm. motivates you, excites you to do what you do Mm -hmm. to the level you do it at. Okay. I think it was in 76, 77. Were you born then, Graham? Not yet. Okay. I'm Uh, I'm an 80s baby. Okay. I'm I'm just a millennial, (laughs) right on that gap. I'm 33. Okay. So anyway, there was in 76, 77, as in real estate in Mankato, Minnesota. And I went to the seminar, and um, um, the speaker was uh, was quoting Zig Ziglar. Oh. And he said something about, you can make all the money in the world by helping other, people's, other people get what they want. Love that. Yeah. 
And it just resonated with me. And I thought, woo, I got the teaching degree. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that uh, at some point um, I would get into training and teaching classes. Mm-hmm. So that's my love. I just love it. It's, uh, it gets inside you. Um, uh, so I, in 93, I started training at Better Homes and Gardens. And then I went into uh, the uh, pre-licensed training at uh, Jones Real Estate College for about 10 years. Wow. Uh, then one of the instructors there got me into teaching the GRI series, and mm-hmm. I was teaching uh, four or five different GRI classes nationally. I think it was in about 10 different states, wow. which then led to some convention speaking, which was always a blast. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it just, it's inside me. Mm. I can't. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. Yeah, I, well, I think that's a great thing. I mean, a huge service to, you know, not just our community, but the real estate community in general. And anybody out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think that the the passion and the, the, the energy that you give, uh, hopefully you guys are feeling this or hearing this, <laughs> however you're consuming this. It's, it's amazing. And, and uh, you know, that's such a huge why, Kevin. To me personally, and hopefully everybody's picking this up as well, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about others, mm-hmm. and you're giving and giving and giving and improving the quality and the knowledge and the expertise um, of all the real estate professionals um, out there, which is great for everybody involved in real estate transaction, buyer, seller, all consumers. So mm-hmm. on behalf of everybody else there, thank you. Please keep doing it. Never stop, Kevin. That, that is huge, huge stuff. So, um, And that really speaks volumes about your why and, and what's going on. Now, I do want to shift gears onto this question. This is a really, really good one for a lot of the audiences out there because they want to know what the Titans have done to grow and or scale their business, what they add and things like that. So if you could look back at your career thus far, pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. What's that look like for you? Okay. Way back before you were born. Okay. Yes. The good stuff. The good stuff. There was a course called, you probably heard of it, Floyd Wickman Sweathawks. I have not. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Oh, okay. This is great. Oh, my gosh. And it was a sweat hog class. Okay. Uh, McGinnis uh, said, hey, let's get a bunch of agents, you know, going on this. So we got involved, and it was it was back when you could cold call. Okay. And they would say, all right, you need to make cold calls mm-hmm. until you get three bona fide appointments. All right. And um, so... We tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Some people did, some people didn't. Wow. Um, but your goal was to get a listing appointment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> we would we would do that, <clears throat> and if for some reason you <clears throat> excuse me, if you didn't achieve your goal, okay, um, they had a little hat that you had to wear. Oh no! Yeah, way. it looked like a old butcher's hat. Okay, <laughs> and it said, awesome. and on it it said, "No, but I will." And so the question they would ask is. Did you get your three bona fide listing appointments? Oh, wow. And if you didn't, you go, no, but I will. Oh, I love that. I've never forgotten that. Never forgotten that. The other sweet thing I remember, and I use it today, mm-hmm. is um, never, it's a quote, yeah. never tell anybody anything when you can show it to them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Man alive. I mean, in every presentation, every listing presentation, every class I teach, why talk? You know, because... I don't know what the percentage is, but more people are uh, visual learners oh, than yeah. auditory. Sure. And so um, I've used that as just a mainstay in my in my presentations. I love that. Yeah. 
So, and then the second thing was Brian Buffini's 100 Days of Greatness. Wow, okay. Yeah. And not only did I take it, but then uh, Joe and I and Tony flew out to San Diego. Okay. And I became, I think we all three were uh, mentors, and wow. we could teach that program. And that still today, in my opinion, <clears throat> is one of the best programs out there. I love that. And there, there's been several titans that will absolutely 100% back that up. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's few professionals that really do it and do it right. And, mm -hmm. and Brian is definitely one of them for sure. So, hey, shout out to Brian if you're listening. Um, <laughs> awesome stuff. Keep up the good work as well. Um, but I think that that information is uh, certainly pertinent all the way through and through for everybody. Just as reminders and things that we should be continually doing and adding to our our plate if it's not already there. So great advice, Kevin. Hopefully everybody took great notes on that one. Really, really good stuff. There is a third thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we yeah. go. Bonus yeah. round. Okay. This is good. Yeah. But wait, there's more. Yes. Um, the, those were two things that helped me individually and helped the company. But as far as Blue Picket Realty, mm -hmm. um, we were looking at 2019. And uh, we were getting, um, well, there were things going on, I'll explain. Mm -hmm. But... Um, the company had grown from 2012 to 2018 mm -hmm. uh, easily. Right. Um, the agents were calling. Uh, it was going to be Lori and I, mm -hmm. mom and pop, you know, uh, as Joe used to say, frick and frack realty. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we were really just going to be happy with the two of us. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the agents from 1993 in the past would call and say, hey, uh, uh, Kevin, I see you opened the company. Um, can we talk? Wow. And then slowly, you know, because it, it, it was so easy because I had trained them. Right. And I knew what they were capable of doing. Hmm. And then um, slowly and surely we went from zero to about 25. Wow. Yeah, 25 okay. agents. So <clears throat> that's where uh, we're actually at 30 today because of some of the things that we've changed recently. Love it. Yeah. And, and that's the one I was going to talk about is yeah. we, <clears throat> I put together, I was really worried. I bought my wife out of the, her half of the company. Mm -hmm. And so January 1, here am I, and I'm supposed to do everything. Wow. Okay, and the two of us used to do it. And now I'm sitting there going, I don't know that I can do it. Wow. So I talked to the guys and I said, I need the top six agents, mm -hmm. uh, top producing agents to form an advisory council. Um, and we formed what it's called BOP, B-O-P, Business on Purpose. Because the company from 2012 up did it all. Just It was just natural growth. Okay. And we wanted to focus on really trying to make the company grow. Yeah. So we got together every week from uh, mid-November through December. Mm -hmm. And in those uh, six, seven weeks... We put together a vision, a mission statement, and uh, a list of 13 items, and each and each one of the agents took on about two of those to help me, wow. yeah, help me support and get the company going. Okay. Now uh, I have to put in a plug for my oh, yeah. for my assistant. Absolutely, Grayson Smith has helped tremendously. Hey, Grayson. Yeah, I did not do it all on my own. Wow. Um, <clears throat> we also decided at that time. Um, that there would be a division of labor, okay. okay, because I can't do it all. Right. And um, <clears throat> so I lead, I uh, answer uh, contract questions, mm -hmm. and I train. Hmm. Everything else goes to Grayson. 
Brilliant. Yeah. And then the other uh, six uh, BOP members, BOP, Business mm -hmm. on Purpose, they have their areas of uh, responsibility. Hmm. And then <clears throat> with the support of all the other agents, it, it's, it's been amazing. So those are three things that have really helped the company grow. I love that, Kevin. And, and again, there's just so many layers to that. And going back to you know, your original thought process of really formulating the, the best people around us, and no one does it alone, right? And, and to me, I think that's yeah. beautiful um, examples for any uh, individual producer, team leads, or mega teams. I mean, it's really putting those beautiful pieces in place and then letting everybody burn as hot and be as creative as possible to have the greater good. So obviously you've done that, continue mm -hmm. to. Huge advice, everybody. This is this this is free information here that you're getting. So thank you, Kevin. Everybody will say thank you as well. Uh, so let's go into the, the tricky part of this particular series. Okay. And I always tread softly on this particular one, but it is um, extremely important for people to really get to know you differently. Um, it's the challenge question. Okay. We all deal with challenges in our life, whether it's in the past, now, or you know, in the present, or into the future. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not so much what happens, but how we overcome, what we learn from and what we can share that I think really makes a difference. Not to downplay, you know, hardships or, or hard times. Right. But, uh, Kevin, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge you dealt with, mm -hmm. that you overcame, became stronger because of it, mm -hmm. what's that look like for you? Okay. Um, three. All right. Okay. 2007, when the uh, real estate and mortgage lending debacle occurred, 2007 wow. to about 2010. Hmm. Those were tough times. Sure. Um, up until that point, until, up until about September of 2007, steak about once a week. Wow. <clears throat> From that point on, Van Camp's pork and beans. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Little difference there, yeah. right? Wow. Yeah. It was, that was a tough market. Mm. And uh, Lori and I, we had to put our heads together. We had to go back to the basics. Sure. We, we had to do everything that I had trained people to do. Mm. Um, we had to come up with new ideas. We just had to work our tails off. Yeah. That was a real um, life-changing, uh, career-changing uh, incident. Sure. The second one was physically. I got sick. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I got sick in, in uh, between January, uh, excuse me, March 29th and July 3rd mm -hmm. of 2012. Okay. I was in five hospitals. Um, yeah. I had uh, started uh, uh, clotting in, on Christmas Day of 2005, mm. and then uh, in 2012, March, I needed a uh, tooth extracted. Okay. And so since I was on uh, anticoagulant, the dentist was supposed to call, I think he did, mm. my hematologist and say, is it okay to give him Motrin? <clears throat> Excuse me. And he said, sure. And I took the Motrin, and it just blew my body up. So mm. here I am. Bleeding and clotting simultaneously. Wow. Yeah. So, two local hospitals here, University of uh, Colorado in Denver. Okay. Up there for 30 days. <clears throat> Excuse me. They couldn't figure out what was going on. Wow. Um, there was twice when everybody on the floor came running in. Um, I didn't know it, but I, but I was fading. Uh, uh, what they call it is circling the drain. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know how serious it was. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, flew to in my own private jet to the Mayo Clinic. Wow. Uh, was there for another 30 days, got out, and then um, finally came home on July 3rd. Couldn't walk. Okay. Couldn't do anything. Um, and um, slowly got the physical capa capabilities back and then started running the company. Okay. But it, it's that... <clears throat> 
it's an incident like that, a traumatic event like where you really appreciate life. Hmm. Um, it's called understanding the caducity of life. Okay. It's like the frailty. I mean, you can go like that. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing was October, the divorce, <clears throat> and going through that sure. of uh, 2018 and realizing that how much my uh, soon-to-be ex-wife yeah. um, <clears throat> had done and I had <clears throat> turned over to her and then I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to do all of it. Wow. With the exception of my uh, assistant, Grayson Smith, sure, okay, sure. who has done, he's done a great job. Wow. really has. So those three incidents have really changed my life. I mean, Kevin, those are all extremely, you know, large incidences going through and anybody uh, challenging under any circumstances that way. And I think that there's, uh, there's a lot of reflection and takeaways for everybody, uh, myself included, to look through that. I mean, financial struggle and, and hardship, so many people were hit mm -hmm. during that time frame, uh, no matter what business or industry you're in. So I think really, like you said, going back to the basics and understanding, getting lean and, and pushing through, uh, you're stronger because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you're talking about health issues, and anybody and everybody who's watching or listening to this, we all have health issues in some form or fashion, um, but you're talking about circling the drain, as you put, which, which I thought was, was, was awesome. But when you, when you mention that uh, sort of standpoint, life is so fresh. Mm -hmm. And every day is a miracle. Every day is truly a blessing. And mm -hmm. no matter how hard you work, how much money you have in the bank, or what influence you have out there in the marketplace, you have nothing without your health. Yeah. Um, so, again, just I guess every day, it, to me, that hits me hard every day. Spend time with people you love, do the things you care about, make an impact and do the right things, because you just never know. Mm -hmm. um, not to be you know, on the negative side, but that is something to huge takeaway. Um, you know, and then relationships. I mean, to me, it's, I, I can only imagine what that feels like. There's so many relationships and people come and go out of your life, and especially long-standing relationships like marriage. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of people out there understand that pain, but going through it and becoming stronger and evaluating your life and being the best version of yourself, you're doing it, Kevin. And, I mean, I, I just thanks so much for sharing that, and I know that everybody appreciates that honesty and it's not easy to be vulnerable in front of this audience, but uh, I love this audience. But um, so let's let's shift gears. We, okay. we made it out of that one. All right. So let's uh, let's go into a softer question. This is actually one of my favorites. Okay. And this one ends up being the travel back in time question. Okay. No one has a crystal ball or a time machine, but if you could travel back in time at any age range, any time frame of your life, and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, mm -hmm. what would you say to young? Okay. Very simple, because I've told my boys this. Okay. Do what you love, the money will come. Okay. Right there. If you're doing what you like, what you love, mm -hmm. the business will occur because people can tell how much you love doing it. But if you're doing something that you don't like, <clears throat> they can tell that you don't like doing what you're doing. You, right. I mean, you can go in any, any business and find people that don't enjoy what they're doing. Mm. It's not fun working with them. Right. And uh, so, do what you love, the money will follow. Mm. And then the second one yeah. would, would be, um, <clears throat> don't compare, identify. I love that. Okay, don't compare, identify. I have seen, I have done it mm -hmm. over the, I, when I was a stockbroker. I tried to compare myself to the other stockbrokers. Mm. Wasn't me. 
Right. What does it mean? Why do I feel so lousy at the end of the day? Because you're trying to compare yourself to a person that has a business and finance degree that loves trading stocks, and your undergraduate degree is foreign languages and music. Hello? <laughs> There's a little disconnect <laughs> out of that one. Yeah. So why don't you find, you know, why don't you identify hmm. what your strengths are instead of trying to compare yourself to other people? I, I love that, um, and that's huge advice for everybody. Um, there's so many of us out there that we either do that or have done that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't think anybody's exempt from that, that behavior, but uh, a lot of people will say the sooner you do find yourself, um, find your passions, as you stated, and, and be true to that, and not necessarily be concerned about what others have or what others are doing, what others are thinking, you find true happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that hopefully people are taking this, listening to this, absorbing this. Call Kevin, you know, <laughs> send him a message. If you're really liking this vibe, he's a wealth of knowledge. He's a great inspiration. But, uh, no, I mean, that's huge advice, not just for young Kevin, but everybody else, myself included. Um, so I do want to go into actually one of the biggest crowd pleasers of this particular series. Mm-hmm. Um, it ends up being the feeding of the mind question. Okay. So I always lead into with the Titans as far as books you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to, influencers on social media or coaches. How are you feeding your mind, Kevin? Okay. The num- <clears throat> I got to get rid of this frog here. You're good. You're good. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are live, everybody. This is how it is. It happens. We don't have water here. It, it, it's what it is. <laughs> My number one favorite thing is TED Talks. TED Talks. Uh, I just, because they're 20 minutes or less. Yep. Some are even as long as five minutes. Mm-hmm. You can cram them in at any time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the speakers on there are just amazing speakers. Top notch. Yeah, they are. I, I mean, if the, the, the presentations are smooth. I just love them. My two favorites hmm. are Simon Sinek, yes. S-I-N-E-K. Love Simon. On leadership. Hmm. Holy mackerel. It is, it, it, he's just amazing. Yep. He's just amazing. And I, I can listen, I can listen to his uh, YouTube um, TED Talks mm-hmm. uh, once a week, the same talk. Yeah. And still pick up new things every time. The other one I like is Sir Ken Robinson. Who okay. is an educator from okay. England? Cool. Who is a phenomenal presenter, hmm. and he's he's just I love that education part yeah. where he talks about his one of his best is uh, our schools killing creativity. Hmm. Very very interesting talk, but wow. it's also he's got a lot of funny examples in there. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. It keeps it entertaining. Yeah. It keeps it interesting. Yeah, one of the exam- he talks about how. As we grow older, uh, we're afraid to make mistakes, hmm. okay? And he talks about, in, in his British accent, he says, uh, you know, kids are not afraid. If they don't know, they'll t- they'll they'll have a go. Mm-hmm. That's his line. Yeah. If, if they don't know, they'll have a go. So he said his son was in a uh, nativity scene, Christmas uh, thing, okay. and uh, the three kings came in, hmm. okay? And they practiced their part, but, you know, sometimes they can't remember. Right. I, I bring gold, I bring a mare, I bring... Uh, frankincense. In fact, I think it's just the opposite on the last two. <laughs> so, so the three wise men in in uh, towels come in, mm-hmm. and the first guy says, "I bring you gold." Okay. Mm-hmm. The second one says, "I bring you mare." Third one goes, "Frank sent this." 
that's so great. So they're not afraid of making a mistake. They'll have a go at it. Okay, so I love that. So the TED Talks are number one. Yeah, I love it. Um, I podcast almost 100% Buffini. I can okay. listen to him. Um, he just he motivates me, he, and uh, they're they're phenomenal. Great. On the books, um, some old ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Think and Grow Rich. It's a classic. Um, yeah, it is a classic. Yep. Uh, the Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the the art, the power. Of, uh, Hang on here. I got it written down. Hold on, everybody. Yeah, no, yeah. this is good. Yeah, this is good. yeah, yeah. Okay, Think and Grow Rich, The Magic of Thinking Big. Okay. And then one, the, the one that was really interesting, The Outliers. Okay. Yeah, have you heard of that uh, one? Yeah, I have. I, ha- yeah. I have oh. not read it. It is on my list. Oh, it is on my list. That is a really interesting one. Wow. Yeah. So that's how I feed my mind. Okay. Is, uh, TED Talks, books, and some podcasts. But, you know, Kevin, that's a, that's a brilliant list from different minds, perspectives, and different, um, you know, ways to consume that information, listening, listening to or watching it, right, on YouTube, listening to podcasts as you're driving, anything along those lines, or just sitting, you know, working, and then physically reading, I think, is, is a nice way to go about it, too, because you're really hitting a bunch of different sensors um, for that and getting it from different places, which I love. It's not one school of thought. It's not one way to grow. Um, so I think that's great. But as always, everybody, I'll have a list of the comments down below of all the books and podcasts, everything that Kevin had mentioned so you can feed your mind and learn like this man um, amongst everything. So, Kevin, this has been chock full of amazing information, just super, super pertinent, relevant for any professional that's out there, real estate or, or any entrepreneur um, going through motivation and inspiration. But I want to finish up with a final question. Okay. And this one ends up being the quote or mantra that you live by sums mm-hmm. you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for you? Okay. Um, basically, it's not about me. Okay. It's about my agents, and I'm the servant leader. That's what I look at every day. Wow. So, and then the other one for from Sir Ken Robinson is a secondary one, sure. but. If uh, in fact I gotta I gotta read it here. Okay, word, word. this is the way to do it. If you're not prepared to be wrong, you will never come up with anything original or creative. Wow. Yeah, I know. Hmm. So that second one I have to read, but the first yeah. one, uh, it. It, yeah, it's not about me. It's about my agents, and uh, I want to be a servant leader. You know, Kevin, I, I truly believe that sums you up in its entirety and everything that you've been sharing with all of us um, has just been fantastic and you know again it's an honor to have you on Um, you are an official real estate titan my friend thank you thank you so much again and everybody thank you so much for your time and attention your love and support Um, if you like what we're doing here real estate titans please do not forget to throw us a like on facebook subscribe on youtube and have a listen on itunes spotify and google podcast Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location, and we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.